Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, June the 8th. 2022 and i hope you guys are having a great uh day today thanks for being part of the, today's podcast we are uh continuing our journey through uh the book of proverbs so we are today in proverbs chapter five so uh we're going a chapter a day while we're together uh and then on the days that we break which are usually friday through sunday we just press pause and then jump back in and on Monday. So uh, today, uh, on this Wednesday, we are in uh, Proverbs chapter five. Um, yesterday was a man, crazy day. Uh, shortly after recording yesterday's podcast, took my son's car to we're taking picking my car my son's car up at one shop and taking it to another in Oldsmar, which is about six miles away from one from point A to point B, and you may have seen the uh, pictures on Facebook, but the car caught on fire. It was crazy, crazy. Uh, JT's fine. We were able to, he was able to get out of the car, no problem. It was, uh, it took a few minutes before it really erupted in flames, so there was pl- some, plenty of time to get away from it. But nonetheless, it was quite a surreal experience yesterday. So, no, 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 needless to say, the car is, uh, yeah, it's toast. <laughs> uh, we thought we'd be doing some repairs on it. We didn't know we'd be replacing the entire car. So, so yeah, life throws crazy things at you, man. You never know day to day what's going to happen, right? You know, there's got to be one step at a time, one step at a time. So, just very thankful that JT's fine. Um, it's been said many times, property can be re- replaced. People are, people can't, and so uh, we can replace the car. But anyway, put us in a, put us in that whole like, well, then I got I wasn't planning on doing car shopping, <laughs> so now we're trying to do that. So anyway, anyway, so praise the Lord that uh, praise the Lord that He's fine, and uh, again, could be much worse, and so we're thankful for that. So I hope you're having a good day, and I hope you're, uh, you know, hope your day is. Today is far better than mine started off yesterday, and uh, I hope my day, honestly, is today it goes better than the way it started off yesterday. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Um, otherwise, doing good. Hope you guys are, uh, your summer is getting ramped up, getting some time to plan, maybe plan some summer vacations, family vacations, and time away. That's awesome. Need, we need that, and um this is the time of the year to definitely to do that. Kick out by the lake or by the beach or somewhere by the pool, wherever. 
Well, all right, guys, um, let's jump into this. It's, again, Proverbs chapter 5 today. And so you know what we do. We read, we pray, we change the world. And so we read, uh, we read through a chapter, and then we pray. So today, Proverbs 5 is uh, 23 verses. So, you know, even shorter than yesterday's. So we may we may get out maybe um, maybe even shorter than yesterday's. Let's do it. Um, Proverbs 5. My son, pay attention to wisdom. Turn your ear to the words of my insight. So that's kind of been a common theme throughout Proverbs, right? Pay attention to wisdom. Turn your ear to words of my insight. Again, father to son instruction here. That you, so turn your, pay attention. (laughs) Hey, son, son, pay attention. (laughs) That you may maintain discretion and your lips may preserve knowledge. So I'm going to give him some advice on maintaining discretion. For the lips of the adulterous woman drip honey, and her speech is smoother than oil. Mm. He's saying, boy, you better pay attention. You better watch out for the adulterous woman. Or keep keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> don't, don't fall asleep, boy. Uh, so this chapter is a lot about adultery and <laughs> keeping yourself faithful to uh to your wife get faithful in the in the covenant of marriage so it's a warning for the lips of an adulterous woman drip honey man they sweet she gonna say things you like to hear she gonna say some sweet things about you oh you're so smart oh you're so strong oh you look good <laughs> but you better be on your, keep your head on the swivel boy and her speech is smoother than oil. She's going to say things you want to hear. But in the end, she's bitter as gall. Mm. Now look what's happening right here. He's not talking about a person in particular. He's talking about adultery, like the way adultery works. He's, he's personifying adultery. He's not you know, pointing out a particular person. He's saying this is how uh, adultery personified works just like he talked about wisdom personified cries out in the streets to pay attention you know i have i have i have tra- treasure for you to to behold and to to have and to take um and so he used the wisdom personified he talked about wisdom personified as a woman here he's using the same idea he's, but he's using adultery personified and adultery personified is like a woman and it, so it would work for a, either a man or a woman Adultery personified is like a woman who says what you want to hear. Um, her lips drip honey. Her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she bitter as gall, sharp as a double-edged sword. She's going to cut you, man. Adultery going to cut you. She's going to slice you. <laughs> And your wife, she may slice you if she find out. <laughs> or your husband. <laughs> no, that, that ain't nice. Ain't right. That's crazy. That's craziness right there. Verse 5. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave. Hmm. So Solomon's trying to teach his son that, look, adultery ends badly. 
It, it starts off like sound like sounds like honey. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. It tells you everything you want to hear, but it's gonna lead to death. It's gonna lead to destruction. It's gonna lead to loss. It's gonna take way more than it gives. And some of us, maybe some of you on this podcast, you've been you know you've you've been uh, you you've been on the front lines of the impact of adultery on families. Maybe maybe a parent committed adultery. Maybe you committed adultery. Maybe your spouse committed adultery. Maybe a, an ex-husband or ex-wife committed adultery. So you, you, this, you know the damage firsthand that that does. And so that's what Solomon's trying to do. He's saying, look, I want you to see the end. I'm going to give you some wisdom here. And you don't, now, our culture, they don't want to hear this. Our culture does not want to hear this. They don't want to hear wisdom. They don't want to hear the, 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 the ramifications for promiscuous behavior. They don't want to hear consequences for mis- promiscuous behavior. But that's because they don't want wisdom. <laughs> because we live in a foolish culture. The foolishness of this world has darkened the hearts of men and women. And so they don't want to hear wisdom. But here Solomon's like, but in, when it comes to relationships and godly households, we got to pass this stuff on, man. And he's saying, look, her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave. She gives no thought to the way of life. Her paths wander aimlessly, but she does not know it. She gives no thought to the way of life. Adultery doesn't give, the, uh, uh, the spirit of adultery doesn't give thought to the way of life. No, it's, it's, uh, it's driven by passion. It's driven by hormones. <laughs> it's driven by emotional needs. Um, and in emotional desires to be filled. And so in some cases, physical desires to be fulfilled. But it's not um, discerning of the, uh, the way of life. No, it, no it's, it's much more immediate than that, right? Um, scripture talks often about passionate lust, right? I mean, that's, it, it, we know this, right, from being human beings. Passionate lusts do not do not think long term. Thinks immediate gratification. And so this adultery personified thinks immediate. Does not think long term. Doesn't think about the impact on kids. Doesn't think to talk about. Don't doesn't worry about the long the long uh, the lasting impacts on an adolescent whose uh, father or mother committed adultery. Nah. The adult the spirit of adultery doesn't contemplate that. No, it's immediate. There's some things that I'm, some, some needs and desires that are being met in me. I'm not going to think about the long-term consequences. But here, wisdom says, I want you to think about the consequences. That's wisdom. I want you to think beyond just the immediate. Just I want to think, again, back to our discussion yesterday, I want, you to, I want you to think about the path this is leading you down. These steps you're taking are on a path. That path takes you in a direction. Does that direction lead you to the destination you want to be at? Because it's going to take you to a destination. And he's, he's saying, here's your destination. Here's the path. If you take down, talk down the, the steps, if you take the steps of adultery, here's what it's going to do. It's going to, the straight, it's going to lead you straight to the grave. The end of it is death. The end of it is destruction and loss and regret. But she gives no thought to the way of life. Her paths wander aimlessly, but she does not know it. She ain't got no sense. <laughs> she ain't got no good sense, right? 
there's going to be a lot of warnings for about adultery in Proverbs. I mean, Solomon should know, man, with 700 concubines, that brother, man, Lord have mercy. <laughs> but so he, I mean, he collected this wisdom. He didn't always live up to it, but he collected it <laughs> and passed it on. He's like, son, believe me. You don't make the same mistakes I did. Verse 7. Now then, my sons, listen to me. Do not turn aside from what I say. Verse 8. Keep to a path far from her. What is that? Path of adultery. Do not go near the door of her house, lest you lose your honor to others and your dignity to one who is cruel. Hmm. Lose your honor. Man, it, you know, it takes a lifetime to build uh, integrity. It builds a lifetime. It takes a lifetime to build reputation. It takes like five minutes to lose it. Mm. Right? It takes a lifetime to build your reputation. You can lose it in about five minutes. And that's what Solomon is saying. He's saying, man, you're gonna, don't lose, you, you, if you go down the path, that path of compromise and that path of unfaithfulness and promiscuity and adultery and sexual immorality, you're going to lose your honor. It's going to cost you. Don't believe it, man. Our world is so crazy. Our, our world doesn't want to hear this either, right? They don't want to hear that it would cost you something if it's going to lose your honor. Our world doesn't even understand honor. Honor and shame. We've made our shame our uh, trophies. But Solomon's like, no, no, that ain't how it's gonna be. That's not, no, don't be, don't be like that. Don't, don't, don't go down that path. Keep a, keep to a path far from her. Do not go near the door of her house. Verse nine, lest you lose your honor to, to others and your dignity, to one who is cruel. Lest strangers feast on your wealth, and your toil enrich the house of another. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna cost you, man. It's gonna cost you. you, you yeah. You know that how many how many ugly divorces have that been out been out been throughout the course of history over adultery and the the wealth that has been lost, the work the life's work that has been lost because of a, a broken relationship, unfaithfulness in a relationship. Your toil enriched the house of another, right? So you're it's going to steal from you the toil that you the, the all the hard work you put in to build your life will be in jeopardy if you go down that path. Man, that's facts. Huh? That's just facts. They're just keeping it real. You think about how many people who've been set back in their in their financial uh, well-being because of a uh, you know a, a ugly divorce. A ugly fight over uh, that of a relationship that broke up over adultery and the and the and the loss of uh, financial means. Mm. It gonna cost you. <laughs> it's gonna cost a lot. Verse eleven. At the end of your life, you will groan. You're gonna regret it. Is what he's saying. You're gonna regret it. At the end of your life, you're gonna groan when your flesh and your body are spent. When you, when you, when your flesh and your body spent. When you're all droopy. <laughs> when you, when you all. When y'all worn, worn and tied, when, when, when the, you know, <laughs> when the tattoos, you know, you got are all saggy. I'm like, what was that? What was that? Oh, that's a, that was a sore. 
Mm, doesn't like the sword now. <laughs> uh, I got nothing against tattoos. I don't have any tattoos. I don't got nothing against them. But I do think about that, right? Like, what happens when you get old? Like, what? Mm, you might want to think about that. Like, what kind of tattoo you get? Just so when you get old, I mean, what's that thing going to look like? The thing starts sagging and drooping and heading towards the towards the dirt. What are you going to look like then? Just just keep it in mind. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it in mind. Because there's going to come a day when you're going to end of your life, when you're going to groan, when your flesh and your body going to be spent. Verse 12. You will say, how I hated discipline, how my heart spurned correction. It's good talking about looking back, thinking how when I was when we trying to people somebody trying to give you correction, but you hated discipline, you hated to be corrected. I would not obey my teachers or turn my ear to my instructors, and I was soon in serious trouble in the assembly of God's people. I found myself in a pickle because <laughs> I wouldn't listen. I was hard headed. He's like. Don't 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 let that be you, right? It's, it's, wisdom gives us the, the gift of perspective, and so here Solomon's like, you know, moving us to the end of our lives and saying, "Look, don't be the guy who has to look back over their lives and say, you know what? I was stubborn. I was I I, I refused discipline. Um, people tried to tell me better, but I ignored it. Don't be that guy. You don't have to be that man or woman. You can actually heed the wisdom that God gives us." Don't be the person who said, yeah, I mean, I, I wish I would have listened, but I didn't, and I found myself in a whole bunch of trouble. Don't be that person. You don't have to be that person. Thank God we don't have to be that person. We can listen. We can heed the instruction of the Lord. Verse 14, <clears throat> I'm sorry, verse 15, drink water from your own cistern. <laughs> that's what you call That's what you call a, a metaphor right there. <laughs> Drink water from your own cistern. <laughs> don't, in other words, don't be drinking water out of somebody else's somebody else's cistern. Come on, I love the Bible. I love the Bible. The Bible's so honest. Look, you need water. I ain't gonna lie. You gonna, you'll need water, but you drink it out of your own cistern. Drink it out of your drink it from your own household, from your wife, from your husband. Don't be drinking out of somebody else's cistern. <laughs> uh, drink water from your own cistern. Running water from your own well. Hmm. So somebody be hitting on your husband, hitting on your wife. Say, hey, brother, you better be drinking water from your own cistern. <laughs> Running water from your own well, boy. <laughs> uh, drink water from your own cistern. Man, that's that's legit right there. That's a, that's a good word. I mean, that is like, you, we all get that, don't we? We understand that. That's what I love about Proverbs. We, we understand what he's saying right there. Drink water. You get thirsty. You got desires. We, I get that. He's like, I understand that. Just like you know, sexual desire, just like physical desires for water. Yep, get that. You gonna need to. You gonna need to. You know, drink some water. Yeah, drink it from your own sister. <laughs> Don't be sniffing around the system. Get on over there with you with your own sister. Drink your own water from your own well from your own sister. Boy, verse 16. That's one you want to underline right there. I'm just saying, I just landed on that one for a minute. Verse 15. I like that one. Verse 16. 
Should your springs overflow in the streets, your streams of water in the public squares? Mm. Man, don't just don't let you don't be don't be. Mm. Yeah, you know what he's saying, right? Don't be don't be don't be spreading your don't <laughs> don't be <laughs> don't be don't be running all over town. That's what he's saying. Should your springs overflow in the streets, your streams of water in the public square? Don't be don't be spreading yourself all over town, people. Come on. That's what he's saying. I mean, Proverbs keeping it real. Look, don't be spreading yourself all over town. What's your, what's wrong with you? No. Stop it. You you better than that. You got more honor than dignity than that. No. Cut it out. Drink from your own system. Yeah, I understand you need to drink. Drink from your own system. Don't let your spring be overflowing all in the streets. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, it, uh, you know, you always, you know, you knew those people, man. I, I don't know that dude, man, that girl, that girl, she, man, she got her springs all, her, she got her spring, her water running all over in the streets. You don't want to be that person. Oh, that dude, man, he, that dude, he, he. He got his, his water running all in the public square. Yeah, you don't want to be that person. Stop it. Verse 18, may your fountain be blessed. Yes. And may you rejoice in the wife of your youth. Yeah. I mean, God, look, I don't know what you, I don't know what your concepts were of growing up of what God's uh, uh, perspective on sex is, but God's for it. He created it. He's not against it. He's for it. He could look. He could have created a lot. He could have created us in a lot of different ways. He created us for to have sex and to have it in the the loving bonds of marriage, not outside of marriage, heterosexual relationships, man and woman. He created them. He says, "May your fountain be blessed, and may you rejoice." In the in the wife of her youth. Enjoy it, man. Have a ball. Knock yourself out. Go crazy. With the wife of your youth. With your wife. With your husband. Go crazy. In in a healthy, loving relationship. Yeah. They did a study recently. I wish I wish I could I wish I wish I had the the uh, source uh but they did a they did a re- they did research on the idea of like who are the most sexually fulfilled like demographic and it's interesting you would think well well, who must be the those people in their 20s and 30s who are sleeping around doing you know whatever with whoever they actually found the most sexually satisfied demographic were like the middle-aged protestant women (laughs) who were in loving marriages married women isn't that interesting they were the most sexually satisfied, which is such a a, a uh, counterintuitive to our culture, right? Because we think, well, I don't want to get re- I don't want to get married and in a relationship because that you know that's gonna that's gonna stifle my sexual uh, joy and delight. And no, actually, statistically, it will and it will improve your chances <laughs> because our world is in on this path of diminishing returns, right? Where you just got to do more and and crazier and more exotic and more people and more just just craziness and the the uh the um it's the law of diminishing returns right 
And so you actually, you start receiving uh, less enjoyment. Whereas in the bonds of marriage, there's more enjoyment. Dude, run, run the stats sometimes, look it up. They're the, the, the Protestant women and they're like in their, the middle-aged Protestant women are the, the most sexually satisfied demographic. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you need to do a church man. <laughs> I just just saying. I don't I don't make up the statistics. I'm just saying. Because it's the uh it's the loving relationship. It's the it's all the things that go with that. The security, the the confidence, the the vulnerability, the intimacy, all of it. May your fountain be blessed. God's for it. And may you rejoice in the wife of your youth. Verse 19. A loving doe, a graceful deer. May her breast satisfy you always. May you be ever intoxicated with her love. Wow, that's in the Bible. You didn't, y'all didn't even know that was in the Bible. Right there. May you <laughs> a loving doe, a graceful deer. May her breast satisfy you always. May you. You have ever, may you ever be intoxicated with her love. The Bible told you to. <laughs> oh my gosh. Every husband going to be like, well, the Bible told me to. <laughs> and the ladies will be like, chill out, brother, chill out. There's other verses in the Bible. <laughs> but the Bible told me to. <laughs> Proverbs, Proverbs, <laughs> Proverbs 519. Right there, it says, a loving devil, a graceful deer. Her, may her breast ever satisfy you always. May her, may you ever be intoxicated with her love. It's in the Bible. Dude, there's other verses in the Bible. I know, but I, that's a good verse. It's the word of God. <laughs> oh, man. I think that might be, I wonder if I should title this episode that, right? <laughs> I think everyone would listen. <laughs> oh, verse 20. Why my son being intoxicated with another man's wife? Why embrace the bosom of a wayward woman? And stay off of it. Verse 21. For your ways are in full view of the Lord. The Lord sees it all. And he examines all your paths. The evil deeds of the wicked ensnare them. The cords of their sins hold them fast. For lack of discipline, they will die. Led astray by their own great folly. Wow. Man, that's our world. Verse 40, verse 23. For a lack of discipline, they will die. Led astray by their own great folly. Man, we don't want that, man. We want to be people of wisdom. We want to listen to wisdom. Man, this was fun today, man. <laughs> you never know what the word of God is going to lead us into today. But man, what? Keeping it real. You know? Stay away from the path of adultery. Be keep be understand very clearly the cost of uh, unfaithfulness. It's gonna cost you, man. Enjoy, but drink from your own cistern. Drink running water from your own well. Yeah, love it. All right, you guys. You know what we do. We definitely need to pray. We read. We pray. We change the world. Hey, let's pray, y'all. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for your goodness and grace. Thank you for the. Ability to laugh and uh, and be engaged by your word, Lord. We thank you that you you create us. You create us as physical beings. You create us as sexual beings. We thank you that you did not just create us with needs and leave us 
but you created us needs and and provided healthy healthy ways to fulfill it. So thank you, Lord. Thank you for marriage. Thank you for husbands and wives and the ability to fulfill our sexual desires in a healthy, God-glorifying way. Lord, help us to always keep our eyes on you, Lord. Help us not to believe the lies of the enemy that leads to a path of death. Help us not believe the lies of the enemy that tells us there's a different way you can do it and you'll get just as much joy. Because we under we know, Lord, that your word tells us that it ends in death. Lord, we don't want to be those who, who spurn your discipline. We want to be those who hear and listen and adjust our lives to truth and to wisdom. Lord, we don't want to be led astray by our own folly. We want to be led by your righteousness and by your truth. So, God, we pray that today you would keep our feet on the paths of wisdom. Lord, that we would continue to walk towards you in every way. Lord, thank you for my friends. I ask you to bless them and encourage them today. Strengthen them. May you, may you be close to them. Whatever needs they have, may you meet them uh, in abundance according to your glorious riches in Christ. We love you and give you thanks for today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for being on today. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Thank you for sharing this. Thank you for liking it, subscribing to it, all those things really means a lot. We'll be back at it tomorrow, Proverbs chapter 6, with some warnings against foolishness and uh, continuing on in our journey through the book of Proverbs. You guys are awesome. I love you guys so much. If you ever need to give me any feedback about the podcast, you can do that at Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Always love to hear from you. You guys have a great day. We love you. See you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.